Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 5, you will hear stories from our sixth collection, Curious Stuff. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Garage Curious by Bill Donahue My family moved the summer before I entered sixth grade. Our family was growing and Dad found us a larger home with a detached two-car garage. A new home and new neighborhood fueled my sense of wonder. As my parents settled in, my younger brother and sister and I, always underfoot, were encouraged to explore outdoors. Because many of our wagons, sleds, and toys had been placed temporarily in the garage, that was Command Central, a good staging point for our daily activities. One day, pondering nothing in particular, I looked up and noticed for the first time a pull-down section of the garage ceiling. It offered no rope or easy access without a ladder. Our curiosity peaked. We three improvised boxes and storage cartons to form an unstable pyramid reaching toward the ceiling. Undaunted by unassured safety, we climbed upward and discovered, instead of a pull-down, we faced a push-up challenge. Conquering that, we found a vast cavern of darkness with boxes and crates sitting across the attic floor covered in dust and mystery probably spiders and rats and monsters too. As an almost sixth grader, my mind was rife with cowboys and Indians and all the new television and movie themes of the time. As we scurried back down for flashlights, my own imagination was fixed on a crate I had seen in the far reaches of the darkened attic. Upon our return with illumination, we nervously began exploring and BAM! Right in front of us was a rifle. Our eyes bulged to grasp what we had found. We had no experience with guns, save for the television and movie images. We shook with nervous excitement as we carefully handed the rifle down our makeshift scaffolding. The gun was huge. It was so heavy. Strange writing on it sent us running into the house for explanation. Dad told us it was German-made, and even he was excited with our find. We weighed and measured it, held it in all varieties of shooting postures, fighting over who got to carry it. We moved the sight, imagining, oh, imagining what we might shoot. Dad made some phone calls. Based on what we wrote down, it was a 1917 German bolt-action carbine, a Mauser, or Mauser, whatever. Probably World War I contraband, Dad said. With all the excitement of this find, my mind was still in the attic. What else might we find? In the brief time our flashlights had swept across the unknown treasures earlier, that one object had lit up my imagination. A crate, maybe six foot by two feet by two feet. I trembled with excitement, assured that I knew what it held. 
In all the westerns we watched, there was always a stagecoach scene where gold or banknotes and military supplies were protected by the cowboy riding shotgun. To this day, riding shotgun resonates from my childhood and across my parenting lexicon, getting the best seat with special responsibilities to protect precious cargo. My mind raced and my heart pounded as I scrambled back up to the attic, much faster and with greater confidence and anticipation than before. That crate I'd seen could only be filled with carbines, I thought, a cache of rifles just like a cavalry shipment atop the stagecoach. Maybe a Remington Arms shipment, or a Gatling gun, or Buffalo guns, or any other names I had heard. Better than money or precious cargo for the settlers, this crate was full of new weaponry, like the German rifle we'd found. Along with my flashlight, I had brought a hammer. With the claws straining against the hardwood crate and my sweat coming from every pore, I broke open the lid. We quickly removed the packing, which covered our arsenal, only to see, gasp, a leg. A wooden leg. Be still, my heart. Where did it come from? Whose was it? Who is missing it? What other body parts are in the attic? Will Dad call the police? Did some German shoot someone? Curiosity never had a better partner than this trembling sixth grader. Fear, excitement, intrigue, I couldn't breathe or swallow. The dark attic grew darker. I had to get down. Years later, the memory blurs. I recall the fantasy, born of curiosity. I recall the cascade of theories, nurtured across sixth grade, and by family ghost stories. And to this day, I recall that childhood surprise. Only today, it is the surprise of mischievous glee, not of heart-pounding fear. Over the decades, nothing has followed me quite like this memory. Now a matured sense of wonder and curiosity. A Google-numbed cockiness. An older man's reality, perhaps. When I see an old Western advertised or hear a shout for shotgun from my grandchildren, I flash back to the adventures of my youth. And I remember the dark garage attic and my first prosthesis. Copyright 2022, Bill Donahue. Bill Donahue is a disability advocate living in Winston-Salem. Most of his writing, ncwaveractionteam.com, informs and prods legislative inertia for the 15,000 with developmental disabilities waiting a decade or more for services while potential caregivers struggle for a living wage. Bill's first novel is a family saga with early onset dementia, chronicled in The Kind of September, Amazon 2013. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the six anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. 
That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.